This is how we all came into the world. This is the Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling, your best source for women's wrestling commentary and recaps, and we have taken a couple of weeks off as the current events in our country have dominated most of my time anyway, but women's wrestling continues on and continues to be the beginning that it is. I am your semi-basic host, Liz. I'm Joseph. And before we get into it, there are a couple of resources that I would like to share. Um, if you have been following the news of police reforms and the Black Lives Matter movement and looking for a way to get involved, I would suggest donating to bailout funds. Just as a reminder, there are still a number of immigrants being held in detention centers in inhumane conditions while we have a freaking pandemic going on. And these bail fund networks also help um, immigrants that are being held by ICE as well as bailout funds for protesters who are... Just doing all the work that us lazy people can do. Some people have families, you know, don't want to bring COVID home either. <laughs> but uh, there is a really cool site called communityjusticeexchange.org. And this site lists the local bail funds by state. So all you have to do is click on your state. They're all in order. Duh. And you can go directly to these bailout funds and donate money to them. Again, that's communityjusticeexchange.org. Keep them in the show notes. Um... And really, the best way to get involved is through local politics. This is where you will see changes that most affect you and your community, like, right away. And it really means that you can't be lazy and research your reps and put pressure on them to, you know, reform police practices in your cities and your states. Um, unfortunately, money is king. The only way politicians and corporations seem to listen is when you speak with your wallet. So a lot of uh, there are a lot of organizations out there that you can donate to. That will help make a change in your communities. So I also really suggest ResistBot because it is the laziest way that you can get uh, involved and be active. All you have to do is text RESIST to 50409 and input your address, your uh, email, and they'll locate your representatives down to your local reps and they will draft up letters if you want to send a letter to your representatives because again emails don't get read physical letters do and they actually mail them out for you they put the headers who um, you know the, the addresses to the reps all you have to do is type in what you want to say to them and they fill out the rest of it for you it is literally the easiest thing that you can do and again the minimum 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 that you could do is vote and so, yeah, get registered. Um, and because black women have to do all the work for you, Bianca Belair has actually created her own website filled with resources for activism, reading material, petitions at all. Visit her site, thecultureconnection.org, because there are a ton of resources there for donation pages, uh, petitions that you can sign, reading materials like books. Remember we were talking about freaking Lacey Evans that was like, oh, can someone give me a list of books that I can read about black history instead of, you know, like doing the research herself? Bianca Beller actually did it for you. It's on her website, theculture.connection.org. So take a look at it and yeah, get involved. It's really not that hard because the internet exists. Um, all right, so anything you want to add? D defund the police. <laughs> Abolish the police? Abolish the police. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Iconics! You know who would be just as effective? The security at WWE. Referees. Referees? I mean, they're going to... They they're don't kind have of, guns. <laughs> they're kind of going on a power trip lately, but they, they don't, don't have guns. They haven't killed anybody. <laughs> they have yet to kill a wrestler. <laughs> Um, yeah, the refs are like on a major power trip right now, maybe because of everything going on in the news. They feel emboldened or something. 
Yeah, it's a good thing we have some more lady refs. Do we have more lady refs? Yeah, there's a couple of new ones that I didn't recognize. Uh, maybe I haven't noticed. <laughs> well, obviously I haven't noticed. I mean, none compared to like Aubrey Edwards and Taylor Tomlinson, but... I don't know. They're starting to side with their boys in blue. <laughs> their boys in stripes. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've been gone for a couple of weeks. The whole pay-per-view happened. And new Two champs have been crowned. Happened. Two whole pay-per-views have happened and new champs have been crowned. Yeah, multiple. Okay, so let's talk about um, NXT, who had their takeover. Um, in your house. It wasn't a takeover? Well, yeah, but... A takeover in your house. Yeah. The set had a house that you would come out there, I guess? I don't know. I, I didn't pay attention to when people were coming out. Yeah, it was a throwback set. It was like the old in-your-house set. It also looked like the set from America's Funniest Home Videos, hosted by Bob Saget. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> there wasn't a couch, though, so... Did he have a couch? I'm pretty sure they had a couch. Yeah, because they would talk to people on there. Oh, like the finalists? Yeah. Yeah. I, those buttons where that, where they voted. Was it just like a panel with two buttons with and you voted for a cable coming up? Yeah. It? it just plugged into your chair and it went nowhere after that. <laughs> it wasn't actually recording your votes. Oh man. AFV was rigged. <laughs> Did they ever call it AFV instead of? I think that was when it went to ABC Family. And it had that weird old guy hosting it. Who? Is it a guy from like Dancing with the Stars. Oh, Tom Bergeron? Is that his lane even? I have no idea. You're <laughs> asking the wrong person. <laughs> One of us works in TV. Um, Alfonso Ribeiro was also a host for a bit. Is is that just still going on? I have no idea. Again. One of us works in TV. <laughs> they kicked off in your house with the six-woman tag match. Oh, that's right. Okay, you can talk about it for us because I don't even remember it. I don't have no idea why. <laughs> it was really good. I mean, there was some sloppiness in there, which is bound to happen with yeah. at least one of the competitors who, who was in there. But um, it made me want to see more Tegan and Shotzi mm-hmm. as a tag team, which we got this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a continuation and not overt, not annoyingness between Mia and Candice because they ultimately went away and then we just had the two tag teams finishing off. I, at least it felt like them finishing off their rivalry Yeah. with the new, with the new force of Shotzi and Tegan versus Dakota and Raquel. Raquel, Raquel was killing it during that match, yeah. showing how much of a, showing how to be a real powerhouse. Monster. Monster woman. Monster woman. Yeah. As opposed to other people who are on this roster, who are on... She's a real... Who are all together, who are there all together. Raquel is a real irresistible force. Yeah. Um, Um, Yeah, she looked really good, and she has continued to this whole time. Are we talking about this week already, or are we just going to talk about... No, well, let's talk about the championship match. Well, that... No, I'm just saying so that we can mention her new nickname. Oh, um... Now we can we can get into NXT later, but like the sh- the regular shows. But this was like this was just a six woman tag match. Yeah, it, there was but no it showed flashes of how how well Tegan and Shotzi worked together, and yeah. that was that was my takeaway from this match is how good Ra- Raquel was and how well Shotzi and Tegan flowed off of each other. Yeah, it kind of 
Like, I definitely want to see more of them, and we are seeming to get a, We're going to get more of them, it looks like. Yeah, but, just because of how well they've been doing in each of their tag team matches. Yeah, I just don't know how well that's going to work out for Shotzi, who was on a meteoric rise. Everybody just wanted to see her, and she could have easily gotten into that title picture. Yeah. But maybe this will be better to slow her off a little bit and build her up before she gets there, mm-hmm. as opposed to being rushed all the way to that. Right. Okay, so the championship match between Charlotte, Io, Rhea. Rhea. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, man, Charlotte's not champion anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, so, and did we talk about it last time? How much of or it was just personally us talking about it? Yeah. About yeah. how this pandemic really fucked this run. And I wish it wasn't the case. Like, Charlotte could have had a lot more matches and a lot more stuff, like, other stuff going on like with NXT her run. Like, NXT stuff? Yeah, or, like, she yeah. could have been used to build that roster the way I think it was originally designed to after her win at WrestleMania. Is it because, are you saying because there's no crowds? There's no crowds and there's no, there wasn't. I think it's also that they're trying to squeeze too much people in right now. Like... We didn't need to see Karrion Cross versus Thick Boy. Yes. If they're going to do that now again, they could have waited to do that until after Charlotte had more time to put other people over. Yeah. And so, or like to at least get in a get in a ring with other people. Um, the thing about this one that pissed me off, commentary wise, is everybody wants to talk about how Charlotte didn't take the pin, and it's like. She's a main roster sta- <laughs> like staple. She is the pinnacle of women's wrestling, at least the way that they're shaping it. And that's not that was never going to happen. Like if you're winding yourself up, upset that she didn't take that pin, you're dumb in the first place because that was never going to happen. And it works out perfectly because if she does take that pin the way that people wanted it to be because they stand Rhea and they don't want Rhea to have to take another fall, it makes the whole last few months being nothing like yeah. it makes then it then it makes Rhea's loss at WrestleMania mean nothing yeah as opposed to like I my my sentiments about the man have are well known and I think that character that character and its booking became garbage that character and its booking became predictable trash like she never had any sort of even challenge at all Shayna, who was come up, who came up, that should have been as, her challenge, should have but been then her they booked it really weird. And they weird. booked it really dumb. And then Asuka, she should have really lost her at Royal Rumble to build up that character and show that she has this immovable mountain she can't mm-hmm. get over. Nope, let's just have her beat everybody. Yeah. Instead, Triple H, who knows how to tell a story really well in this company that is the best company, in my opinion. <laughs> breaks down Rhea and everybody's like, oh, they killed all of her momentum. Like, like what um, more momentum? How higher can she get yeah. other than being Becky, basically? She won War Games single-handedly. Yeah. And then yeah. she carried that belt for, like, months until... And then she went and picked a fight that she couldn't back up. So it shows that she wasn't ready for that because she was still so fresh. And, yeah, because she it, is young. She is. Exactly. And that's what they talk about all the time. And it breaks her down a little bit. And then going into this match, it shows that, yeah, she still has, like, she thought, oh, this was just a blip in the radar. Nope. You do still have, like, you still need to work. Yeah. You're, you're not just going to get to walk into everything. Yeah. And so next year or a year down or – 
year and a half, either WrestleMania back or um, SummerSlam. SummerSlam next year, when she fights Charlotte for that title and beats her, it's gonna mean so much more because you yeah. spent a year building up that story instead of just having her run through everybody. And which is cool because now that you have so many women, you can break up those types of storylines with, you know, like Zaylee and Aaliyah matches and um just just on the women's roster in general you actually have enough women now where that you can utilize to just kind of take stretch everything out instead of having everything done so like uh rushed and the way they did this match lets them all break apart charlotte gets to go do her own thing and she gets to do what she's doing on raw now where she's showing how good she is or where she's like talking about how good she is Rhea gets to start building herself back up from the bottom, and Io takes her rightful place where she's been building to for the last few years, and that's why Io's win meant so much. Yeah. It's because she never had it like handed to her. She had to fight through the two strongest women on the roster. Yeah. And Charlotte was never going to take that pin to two <laughs> developmental, quote-unquote, developmental <laughs> talents. Like, you're fooling yourself if that was going to happen. And the way that they did that finish where she was stuck in there and she even said, ah, shit, like, oh, yeah. was yeah. great. Um, so explain that submission. That Yeah, just in the last sequence, Charlotte was, had her stuck in the figure eight and then Rio did a moonsault where she landed on Rhea's head with her knee and it was you kind mean of... You did Yeah, Io <laughs> did a moonsault, landed on Rhea's head with her knee. It looked kind of gross. And it basically trapped... Rhea and Charlotte's legs. Yeah, they got Charlotte's trying to get out, <laughs> but she couldn't get out fast enough before the the three count, and then Rhea's champion. Yeah. So new NXT champ. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's happy about it, <laughs> um, including myself. Like yeah. I, I don't mind Charlotte losing it in that fashion, and everybody who like. All these EO stands who are like, oh, Charlotte couldn't even take the pin. Like, just be happy. Oh, my gosh. Like, like any... you have to find something to, to complain about? Uh, when it comes to Charlotte, yeah, everybody does. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Charlotte stand. I'm going to – this podcast is evidence that I'm going to stand for her as much as possible. But she is so good. And, like, yeah, I don't get it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to keep harping on it. I've already done that enough. Um, okay, so the other pay-per-view that happened was Backlash, and it was not a very good pay-per-view, so we'll just oh, kind of like, no. <laughs> we'll kind of run through this a little quickly, but um, the SmackDown leading into it, uh, ba- oh, well, that's the other thing, is Bailey and Sasha are now the tag team champs. Last SmackDown, <laughs> they beat Alexa... And Nikki for the tag champs. I don't remember the details of that match, but um, yeah, because it was like three weeks ago. Yeah, I'm telling. There was there's just a lot of news that was happening this week. Well, there um, was like just they they were doing a good job of trying to telegraph that descent between the two of them because yeah. uh, it was uh, Sasha that had she had a pin or had a submission or something. Then the uh, Bailey tagged herself in and then started yeah. getting her ass kicked and then she like tagged <laughs> oh, Sasha was, back in. That was hilarious. No, Bailey Bailey uh tagged herself in and she tried to do the bank statement and she was just like, Yeah, I can do it. Watch, watch, watch. And she it got broken up like, and oh, no. <laughs> she went back to Sasha. I was like, Everybody do, you do it. <laughs> um so yeah, so their champs this past SmackDown uh leading into Backlash, they were having like a, a friendship celebration of uh, like balloons and everything and they were just telling everybody that you know we told you all we were going to take our 
tag championships when we wanted to and this friendship like what did they say they said something like we're not liars we do things like when we say we're going to do them and our friendship is like what did they say they're they're unstoppable or something like that and then bailey was gonna read sasha a poem (laughs) and alexa and nikki broke it up and then iconics came up on the jumbotron too and it was just basically Nikki and Alexa jumping Bailey and Sasha. So it was like kind of like that face-off before the pay-per-view. Well, they also had the Raw before, too, where they were in a match with the Icon- the triple threat match with the Iconics and then the weird tag team of Charlotte and Asuka. Yeah. Which actually worked, like, worked out cool because they were both trying to show each other up yes. and be tag teams. Because if they become a tag team, if Asuka is Charlotte's <laughs> partner to become a tag team and they just like – out dueling each other they're never they're never really friends they're just both the two best women on the roster like no i'm gonna win no i'm gonna win like that would be a great that dynamic would be a good, between the yeah team. but then also they could never win the championships because they could never settle their differences yeah. until they or, finally or do. they do and then they lose them again <laughs> right away because they're like not they're not a team <laughs> um it wouldn't be like a pete dunn matt riddle situation no i don't it think would so. be more dunn and thatcher <laughs> oh yeah that's true um or so, uh, riddle and thatcher um oh right um so at backlash there was a triple threat tag team for the championships and so we had the iconics bailey and sasha and um Alexa and Nikki, who probably could have dipped for that match because like, they were kind of a no factor in well, that one. Well, now we'll get get that this upcoming week. Um, so yeah, that match I, I went back and watched it because, again, my first thoughts after the match was just like, why did Alexa and Nikki really have to be there? And rewatching it, I was just kind. Of, Hmm? They had to take the fall. They did take the fall, but also, like, it just kind of proved my point that, like, they really didn't have to be there. Well, no, that's the reason they were there is because Iconics just came back. Mm-hmm. They can't be weakened that, like, I I'm guess. talking psychology and booking-wise, they had yeah, to, they couldn't yeah. just, like, have their legs chopped out from under them in their first big match back. You have to have somebody else take the fall, and Alexa and Nikki has a, have already lost those belts recently, so you just have them do it again. Okay, so I guess that makes sense because when just like as I'm watching it, um, obviously Iconics are they they came in as a tag team really. Like there was a couple of weeks where Billy was by herself, Peyton was by herself in NXT, and then once they teamed up, it was just like. Well, they've always been, really. Well, they've always been friends. They travel together here. But I'm saying on NXT, we had Billy. Once they found their characters, they've been Which is so funny because they ended up using Billy's music. (sighs) Like, they stuck with her music, the operatic one. It's so so silly. Um, I don't even remember Peyton's music. I don't either. (laughs) And just the way it starts off, too. They probably have one of the funnest theme songs of, like, anybody on the roster. This is one of the best dynamics. Um, I would put them up with like Brizango. Yeah. They're like that kind of just like entertaining. But I, even though they work really well together, they're still not at the level that Sasha and Bailey are. Uh, it's I mean, like amazing. Really it's amazing how good Sasha and Bailey are separately. And then when they are a tag team, like they're just, they're just like real, like model women tag team that's why the whole hate about like oh we need new talent not the four horsewomen like why (laughs) 
the three the three remaining members are the best thing about this. Why exactly. would you not want to see them in the ring with other with other people? Like whether they're winning or not, they're actually putting on the entertaining matches. Whereas you get Liv and Natalia this last weekend, <laughs> and no, I don't want to watch that. Like get better if you want me to watch exactly. you. Exactly, and um, so like in this match when I was noticing like Alexa and Nikki, they kind of like they tag each other in and take their time to shine separately whereas like billy and peyton um i mean they have like their like their moves that they do together and stuff but the difference between sasha and bailey is they actually put that whole like psychology into play during their matches like one of them was they did peyton and billy's move on Mm. them um just and then like the way that they communicate with each other with like the way they interact with everybody else too it isn't just i don't know it and isn't just about them the subtle like uh rivalry within the two of them yes still. because that's what and that's why everybody's still clamoring for them to turn on each other or for I... one to turn on the other even though we don't want to see it like yeah. because they still keep dropping these little hints that it's going to happen and like they're just playing on a whole other level like these other these other tag teams are just like all right we're we're, we're wrestling Sasha and Bailey are like three years ahead of them in terms or at least three months ahead of them in terms of their storytelling yes. while also being better than in the ring. and it just kind of goes to show because they go to NXT to defend their um championships so um that was the other thing is the winners of this tag team would face um Shotzi and Tegan in NXT yeah and um but like back to this match um yeah there's just like a couple of things I was mostly picking at and it's because I'm just gonna like be all about Bailey and Sasha (laughs) and how amazing they are um yeah, it's just like little things like oh Alexa and Nikki's finisher that they do together it's kind of weird um, the same way that, like, the Iconics' new finisher is also kind of weird. Yeah. Um, that, like, star killer variation. Yeah. Like, or okay. magic killer variation. Is that the the one that... That's what the club called it. Anderson and Gallows did? Yeah. So, it just seems like they just need to get the girls higher. They need to start working some more upper body to, <laughs> like, really lift them to get that well, move I mean, in. come on. We've seen Peyton working out. We don't see any of that from Billy. <laughs> um, and then, like, Alexa and Nikki, they do that other one where... Nikki throws the one person in the air and then Alexa DDTs him. Oh, like she jumps I up and DDTs him. It. And it just looks... Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't look as good be- just because they're both small. Alexa doesn't jump that high. If she could jump even higher, oh, then yeah, like do it. Do it all you want. Maybe she like jumped off the, uh, the one of the ropes to get that spring in. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like little things like that that I was mostly picking at. And that's because your standard is Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, and that's the other thing is like everybody's standard should be that. So. <laughs> I mean, WWE does not want that to happen because they could if they wanted to. They could raise their baseline given yeah. uh, Shayna more storylines. Yeah. And where the hell is Bianca? Yeah. You pulled her out of NXT to do nothing. Yeah. To have one WrestleMania spot, and then the re- the day after WrestleMania, and then just have like she Zelina says she goes here now, but apparently not because she's, we haven't yeah. seen her since then. Um, so Bailey and Sasha retained. Um, it was what was it the? Oh oh, 
Alexa actually did Twisted Bliss onto, I think it was Billy. Uh, but Sasha came in. She was, uh, she was a legal man, and she rolled up Alexa. Oh, yeah, that's to, right. Yeah, really tight roll up. And, yeah, they won. So. I think Honestly, I think that might have been the only match that I enjoyed maybe because it was just the first one and then after like it was good and then after that it was like bad match bad match bad match here's our evidence that we hate tag team wrestling and then two old people wrestling oh and then um oscar versus (laughs) nia Jax for the women's championship um this was super boring i watched it back we're watching it back i didn't hate it as much or i i thought it was better than the day after when they had their rematch. You must have not listened result, to the commentary then. I wasn't. No, oh. I was just I was just listening or I was just watching them. And that's why that's probably why it was better too, because there wasn't like this false narrative that they were trying to push for this, Let me tell this you bad worker. But Let Asuka, me tell you. Oscar is so good. Like <laughs> no, yes. she did the and this she is, did the whole Go ahead. This is why it was so annoying listening to the commentators because they really are pushing Naya, calling her a superior athlete. No one moves <laughs> the way that she does. No one has the power that she has. They literally said something like, oh, I shouldn't say literally. They said something like, Asuka has to give extra effort to get an advantage on Naya, and it's always for nothing because – like Naya still kicks out or whatever. It's like, um, shouldn't she kill Asuka within like five minutes? Because if anything, she's the one giving extra effort where Asuka keeps kicking out. Asuka keeps like um, getting her in submission holds. And like the only thing that Naya can do is crash into you and powerbomb you. She can't even do a headbutt <sighs> properly. But this is like what they were saying that like, oh, Naya has been on the shelf for over a year and a half and like is able to compete in this championships uh, like scene already like wow how great is that <laughs> and I think it was Samoa Joe that was like really really pushing I mean, her you know he it's because he's a professional he knows what needs to get done and he knows where the storylines are is, going but which is cool except Naya isn't reflecting that in her wrestling like that's the that's why it's like don't lie to us like that's what (laughs) i mean i didn't watch i watched it on mute so (laughs) i i enjoyed it more because oscar did that whole david versus goliath storyline like she was throwing her whole body into getting submission moves and she was like running up against and having her momentum dropped and running up against and having momentum dropped like that's that's the the psychology in those kind of matches aj styles then we read him talking about that, and that's like what we—that's what I, at least what I look for in those matches. Yeah, Oscar did great at doing that in this match. If you if you don't listen to the com- <laughs> if you didn't listen to the commentary, that match actually I didn't hate. Yeah. Other than the final result, and everybody else, all the commentary or all of like the Twitter and uh, commentators that I found about it. We're all saying the same thing. It's like, why did this result happen? There was no reason for this to got- be a counter. Well, because. They're going to have, like, rematches mm-hmm. and, I mean, duh. Uh, but, yeah, just, like, towards the end, um, <laughs> when Asuka pulled Naya over the, the rope, like, I think 
Asuka was sitting on the top rope and Naya was going to do, she, oh, that's when she headbutt her. And then Asuka kind of like pulled her arm because that was the whole thing is during the match she was pulling her arm and just really working on it. So she pulled her arm and pulled her over the top rope. And it was just so comical <laughs> because of how slow she fell out. That's why like I really don't like watching Naya matches is because it's just so silly. She's doubling down because you hear people ask her about stuff like, oh, well, what do you think about like the comments comments about you being dangerous? What do you think about yeah. this? And she like says, oh, it's just angry Twitter user. It's like, no, like people in the industry are saying um, this. If you're trying to, if you're closing your perception of everyone around you to be that small, like just so that you can't take criticism, why, why are you here? Like another person named Jax she probably like blocks all her haters so she's in this little bubble where she doesn't realize that like everybody's like critiques yeah I I don't get it I don't (laughs) get why she's allowed to continue performing this lacklustery I well I I get why it's because they like the spectacle and they like these big beasts but like you have Bianca You you have Raquel you have Rhea you have Charlotte like you don't need to rely on this person who clearly doesn't care. Or and if she does, she does a terrible job of showing it. Well, and my problem with her is that because, you know, like you're saying, she, um, when they when they ask her these questions about her, you know, like injuring people, blah, blah, but also like she's kind of dumb in her promos where she just doesn't get like, like the difference between getting heat and then just being an asshole, like yeah. um, making fun of or mocking Asuka and Kyrie's uh, Japanese accents. Yeah. Like, no, like the, it's them like, speaking Japanese because they're Japanese. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's like that kind of stuff where somebody is not working with her or she's just not listening. With this shilly crowd that we have right now yeah. too, it, it also doubles down on it because, like, they know what's supposed to happen. They know the storyline. So, like, they they build into it the way that they want them to. And I hate this scripted crowd because mm-hmm. when we saw Naya, there was, like, when we saw Naya in person a year or two Naya, ago, yeah. she dropped, I think it was Rhonda, and left to silence. Like, yeah. because nobody cared. Yeah. That's the reaction. That's the, what your reaction and how you're supposed to gauge what you're doing in wrestling at least at least from what we hear from all these professionals this is what we hear on total divas this is what we hear on enc this is what all (laughs) these guys talk about like that's how you gauge what you're doing if you're a heel you should be getting boost if you're a face you should be getting cheers if you're naya you're getting like or naya got nothing yeah and so like with all these people all again all these people who are plants because they're an audience yeah their talent like booing her or, or 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 cheering her like oh that was awful like or like um giving her these these reactions it's like they are not earned yeah and even <laughs> and when there's a crowd oh, they weren't that's so earned. funny that you say that because she's literally telling Oscar she didn't earn her title yeah she was just given this and opportunity that's the thing is we hate because... promos like that and like <laughs> no you were in that same match with her. Yeah. She won it. Unless, you did it. Unless she really is a genius, she understands the irony of her own character. I just hate untrue promos like that. <laughs> well, that's why. Like, this whole match, just listening to the commentary was just really frustrating because it's like what you guys are saying should be true, but she's just not delivering. The best so. heels believe 
believe in themselves and they believe in their plight. And it doesn't seem like that's the case with Naya because her plight isn't true. Like Oscar is the best woman now. Like, I mean, I still think Charlotte is there, but Oscar is at least tied with Charlotte. Becky's gone, so like she is the top of the division. Deal with it mm-hmm. and go take the belt from her because yeah. cutting her down when you, if and when you do finally take that belt, you've negated that. Like you've made it mean nothing because because you're like you're degrading her. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're yeah. degrading her as a champion before ever taking it. And that's why, like, um, it's funny because there's nobody that can really balance that. Um, oh, like, so-and-so's a great competitor. Like, I think Charlotte tried doing it one time. And I don't know if it was, like, her trying to be a face or something. But it just felt very unnatural. Well, she did it with <laughs> Oscar when they were the... Oh, yeah, she did. When they were tag- but, but when when they they, tagged him together a couple weeks it's ago. It's just funny because, like, when they do that... Nobody can really nail down, like, the emotion or, like... We still don't have a good face heel. <laughs> no. I mean, well, Bailey. A face heel, you mean? Oh, Someone yeah. Someone who can play both roles. Bailey is, is, and Sasha. Oh, man. I. They're, I, they're the two, I think, at I this point. I don't think Sasha s- can really do face that well, though. But everybody loves her as a face. Everybody, everybody loves Sasha. Everybody cheers for her as a face, and everybody loves her as a face. So even though we don't like her, her face runs doesn't mean that she's not over as a face it always seemed like it didn't well i don't know like when she was going against charlotte everybody loved her that's true that's true because she was losing her belt like the very next day and it would make everybody like root for her even more (laughs) um i'm trying to think everybody just loves sasha like she's the anti-charlotte they're both as talented i think and she in ring and she is like the where all the all this vitriol goes to Charlotte, like nothing but love goes to Sasha. <laughs> Even after this long absence that she had and yeah. like ruining, like at least what we thought was not ruining, but like she just stuff happened with all these storylines that seemed to be falling in place, and then she had to take this absence, yeah. and then. People didn't hold that against her no. at all. Like even when she did her turn. When she beat up Natalia and yeah. revealed her blue hair, everybody was so stoked over it. Because, yeah. yeah, like, uh, no. <laughs> well, see, maybe that's why. No, okay. So going back, she can't do both, she can't I guess, really because do both. she yeah, that's is only, she's only ever over. She's yes. never booed. Um, Bailey. Bailey is. She figured booze. out, she figured out how to do her Bailey heel and she's just leaning into it. And I don't see her becoming like irritable. To me, anyway, like as far as like bad heels, like the way Naya is. <laughs> and that was the other thing is like. Um, I think it's because she leans into being overtly annoying. Yes. And it's funny because people really do hate it online, yeah. but not as in, God, Bailey sucks, like as an actor and blah, blah, blah. No, they're just like her stupid smug face, like that, <laughs> like really getting those reactions I think she's supposed to be getting. Uh, the same way like <laughs> Daniel Bryan when he became the people's champion oh or the, world, the earth champion the or earth whatever champion. The planet's champion. The planet's champion. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, Asuka and Naya both got counted out outside of the ring. And afterwards, Asuka did a hip attack to Naya anyway. Because she did, I guess she wanted the pin. So she just took it out on her some more and then took her title and left. Um, So on Raw, we got Iconics versus... Natty and Liv. For some reason. For some reason. But it doesn't matter because we get to see Iconics. Yeah. Um, oh, man. 
Just their stupid theme song. I just have their like iconics in my head. Uh, they... I love that Billy's doing like that tribute to the iconic elbow is what she's been doing. <laughs> and it's like the people's elbow. <laughs> like you say, she needs to stop that's doing right. that. But like, no, that's that's the whole thing is that's yeah. what she's doing. The way The Rock used to well, stop and throw his elbow out. She says iconic and then runs and then she <laughs> does her elbow. Like that's the whole point of it. Well, I was only saying she needs to stop doing it because she keeps wasting time and she can never hit her elbow. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. She just needs to do it like quicker or as she knows that they're really down on the ground and can't move. <laughs> <laughs> like, she needs to time it better is all. Because um, it's really funny when she does it. Uh, so, <laughs> Iconics beat Natty and Liv. And backstage, Natalia is complaining to Liv. And again, we know that Natalia can't cut a promo for shit. We know she can't, even if these lines are supposed to be memorized, she can't do it. And it's still so awkward every time. Yeah, she like fumbled her word. Like, how long have you been here? You're still fumbling words and you can't like cut a promo off the cuff. You were in NXT. You did promo class with Dusty. Like, people don't get to do that anymore. You went through it and you're still not (laughs) solid the way that everyone else is. Like, again, going back to everybody talking crap about the four horsewomen. Talk all the crap you want. They put up. They don't like. They don't uh, fall in these weekly throwaway shows spots. Yeah. Like uh, I don't get it. Um. So basically, Natalia was telling Liv uh, that she's undisciplined. She's undisciplined. <laughs> and <laughs> and, um, and undisciplined. That's why Ruby dumped you. <laughs> oh man. Um. And I think Liv did. Just, Liv even say anything? She just walked away, and Natty was like, "That's right, walk away." And then Natty like talked to herself, and she was like, "I built this women's division, brick by brick, <laughs> and nobody appreciates me." And then like delusional thing number two comes <laughs> over, Lana, and she's like, "Yeah, I was embarrassed too." And they just like had the like most awkward like. Union? Yeah, I don't know. Like, they're commiserating over being unappreciated or something like that. But uh, basically, Lana got told by Bobby Lashley that he wants a divorce from her. Thank goodness. Hopefully this ends and maybe... Because he told her, he's like, when was the last time you even laced up your boots? Because she was saying how, like, we were unstoppable. We were, like, on a a rise. And he's like, we? Like, when was the last time you laced up your boots? Then later on, he told her he wanted a divorce. And now, hopefully, Lana's on her own because this storyline was so stupid. Oh, man. It's been over a year, I think. So anyway, yeah, Lana and... Natalia are hanging out backstage. And that's going to so. be a thing. Which is fine because I just want to see Lana away from any of the men. Yeah. And just go back to being part of, like, the women's division. Yeah, it's going to be better than, than the alternative of having that or uh, Natty trying to cut promos because Lana used to be able to cut promos. Lana can, yeah. I mean, she's the one that came up with all, like, Rusev's ideas. Yeah. Um, th- as far as I know. But, Let Lana um, do the talking, Natty do the wrestling. Let Lana be her stalker. <laughs> Let yeah. Lana single white female her, just like on yeah, Total Divas. Yeah, there's potential. I'm, I'm hopeful for that. But, like, yeah, that whole promo and the whole thing. And, again, Liv, I still have no reason to care about because they keep on saying, like, trying to play this millennial character for some reason that nobody cares about. People just want to see Liv succeed. Yeah. Like, this character, uh, uh. yeah, I don't get it at all. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just hold out for that. We'll just wait. And see. Yeah. Um, Bailey and Sasha got called out by the Iconics because the Iconics were like, we they want to. Yeah, we know you're here. We want a rematch. 
come out and challenge us. A one-on-one oh, match. Just, uh, I can't do the accent. <laughs> you gotta practice with, you gotta be joking me. You've gotta be joking me. You gotta hit the joking. You've gotta be joking me. There you go. <laughs> oh, well, sh- I know Peyton says Sasha. Bailey Sasha. and Sasha. No. no, she says Sasha. Paige said Sasha. No, they don't know. British people say, like, Sasha. That's what I'm saying. Paige would call her oh, Sasha. Oh, Paige calls her Sasha. Yeah. Peyton calls her Sasha. Yeah. And um, anyway, <laughs> so they're trying to call her out, and uh, they don't come out. But then later on, Bailey and Sasha do uh, enter the ring because it's Bailey's birthday. It's and Bailey's birthday week. It's birthday week. <laughs> she has a birthday cake on her head. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> her, her hair looked cool on the one side because it kind of looked like it was fanning out like an anime character. Yeah. I think she just needs to go full out with that. And then it won't look so much like a friggin' Kate plus eight haircut. Yeah. I um mean, uh, Ruby's gone. She can go with the Mohawk. Where is Ruby? I don't, I don't know. Okay, so um the iconics come out and they were making fun of Bailey and Sasha. This is the other funny thing. Because, like, again, we have heel Sasha and Bailey, but also heel iconics. And then maybe sometimes heal Alexa and Nikki. <laughs> like, um, once we get into NXT, now we can see, like, your face tag teams. Yeah. Um, but Bailey... Ex- oh, no, there's a hail tag team there, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bailey accepts uh, their challenge to uh, fight Iconics for the tag team championships on Raw next week. Only after they hit. Well, yeah, and that was the thing is they were, like, making fun of them. Well, they keep bringing up how they beat them last year at WrestleMania, which was, like, a year ago. Like, get over it. You still don't have the tag titles. Like You were gone for, like, six of those months. Start, yeah, like, let's start with these new storylines and win don't. Win some like, matches. Win some matches. Um, Before we start demanding titles. <laughs> and so, you know, like, they made fun of Bailey and Sasha for um, having, like, their separate meltdowns and they couldn't handle the pressure. And... Sasha was like, oh, you want to talk about pressure? And then Peyton slaps her in the face. <laughs> Bailey has, like, her temper tantrum. I was like, it's my birthday! Like, you're ruining it! She should have just elbowed her, too. That's what <laughs> I was saying. It's like, as soon as they hit Sasha, she should have elbowed her and knocked her out. But you were saying... The, Bailey never really fights back for Sasha. That, and again, that that's just because they're four steps ahead of everybody <laughs> in terms of, like, their psychology. That's the stuff that they're going to go back to when they do finally break up, hopefully five years from now. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's like that married couple. Where it's like, <laughs> oh, we saw those signs so many years ago. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, they didn't have a fight or anything. They just, yeah, that was that was the end of that. Uh, Charlotte was hanging backstage with Ric Flair. And he was asking her, like, we had to have subtitles. Basically, he was asking, what are you going to do next? Must be somebody gets nerves. <laughs> I don't know why we keep doing it. Like, I mean, obviously, I know why, but Ric Flair is one of the most overrated people in the entire company, in the history of the world. Charlotte was basically saying that she knows she's the best. Or I can't even. I couldn't even follow that conversation yeah, exactly. because like, it just ended with her going, "Woo, that's the answer." It's like re. 
<laughs> she's probably even <laughs> like, no, I don't want to do this. Um, like, why? Just because Rick is here for another storyline doesn't mean we need to see him talking to Charlotte. Yeah. But um, we got her on Talking Raw. Is that what it's called? Raw Talk? Raw Talk? The after show talking about... Um, the entitlements of other people and how people want to say <laughs> she's entitled, but like she's been here. She's been the most consistent worker. That whole thing is true. Everything that yeah. she talks about and people come back and they want title shots right away. Like, yep. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> um, yeah. I, again, I just don't get the vitriol. I'm like, it's good for her to be able to address that in, in character. Yeah. And back it up with how good she's been. What is Raw Talk? Who hosts that even? I think it's Charlie and Joe. Okay. Well, they were the ones that I saw in the clip, but they didn't really talk that much. Joe at the end was just like, yep, like, that's true. <laughs> um, Asuka and Naya had a rematch. And Naya was getting into it with the ref. And that ended up being her downfall. Yeah, what is she? Oh, she shoved the ref. That's what yeah, happened. She almost got disqualified. And then he was, as he was about to disqualify her, Asuka rolled up Naya, and the ref was like, Evit, one, two, three, and did like Not a super even, fast it count. It was a regular count. Yeah, but he the did. commentators were like, it was a fast count. It was a fast count. What, like, what happened he didn't was, do it fast. what happened was the ref was making up for time that he wasn't paying attention because. He, Oscar had her rolled up. He took the criticism Naya had just given it to given yes. to him and acted on it. There you go. So I don't know why she's so mad about. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah. The other thing is, it's like she looked dumbfounded when they pulled her off of her and because Os- Oscar's foot was under the rope. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. Do you you know the rules, right? She doesn't have to grab it. She just needs to get under it. Because she's like, why aren't you counting? Because she had her pinned, but Asuka had her leg fully out of the ring, basically. And the ref was like, he didn't even count. Yeah. And she was, that's where she landed. And she was yelling at him. He was like. Asuka's a professional. So her leg was under the rope. So I guess I guess we everybody has to explain rules to Naya. She's been gone for a year she and a half. She doesn't care enough to find out the rules. But she's been gone for a year and a half. Like, why doesn't anybody tell her? Whatever. Ugh cares about that nxt was awesome yeah <laughs> um, i saw a list of all the women featured on nxt and it looked good for today yeah okay at, like at the by the end of the show oh yeah yeah um because at first it started off with zia lee and Aaliyah. oh uh robert stone was in the audience and he was drunk and like <laughs> that dude's falling on hard times. that guy's a I mess wish, instead of doing this thing with Aaliyah. I wish Rhea had taken him up. Oh, yeah. Um, and her. Yeah. Because yeah. then I could build both of them up. And I said, like, Rhea doesn't give a shit about doing administrative work. <laughs> let him do everything. Let him do all the booking, get her all the fights that he got Chelsea. Wrestle. And let her beat everybody, like, focus on beating everyone's ass the way that she came in doing originally. Rhea, you made a huge mistake. And it would have been awesome if she put him through that table and then says, fine. You're my representation. <laughs> just never talks to him other than when he's like, oh, I got, like, he's just trying so hard to please her over and over again. I got you Well, this, you know how, you, you know how he used to be friends with Chelsea? Like, they'd hang out at the pool and be like, yeah. yeah. Rhea, like, Instead, he, he's yeah. like simping for Rhea. <laughs> Rhea, do you, maybe we can go get some dinner and I can talk about, like, you know, business? She's like, nah. We can talk about potential matches or who you want to, <laughs> nah. 
Set it up. <laughs> um, Just so set him up and I'll knock him down. <laughs> that, like, oh, man, that would have been cool for Rhea. That dude is um, drunk in the audience. And for some reason, Aaliyah thought it was a good idea to bring him along. She was like, come on, Robert, watch this. I need you to be coherent. <laughs> 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 I need uh, something to happen around me. So I do gotta say, even though that was her, because I hated on it so badly last time, it was the same exact design gear. The pink ranger, it just looked better in pink colorway, works. <laughs> the her, her black, whatever it was before, blue. was blue. Whatever it was, was hideous. This is like <laughs> the exact opposite, and it looked good. No, she looked good. I think pink is her color. Is yeah. the thing. Um, so her and Zaya are fighting for the hundredth time yeah uh, zaya's kicks are just oh man they're just fun she's just fun to watch but the highlight of this match was obviously robert stone puking in the ring <laughs> like oh dude i mean it was entertaining i was sports entertained but like <laughs> zaya's been shilling for you guys for at least a month already and you guys just gave her this oh she looked really good in that match she beat up a leo it was like three minutes long she, though um because they had like all this to someone stuff, who couldn't even hold the roll up. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the other weird thing. First of all, Aaliyah didn't roll her up in the vomit, but Zaya was kind of acting like she was in it, or yeah. maybe she thought she was in it. That's why she was like, ah. Well, she kicked, like she pushed, she gave force back, like you're supposed to, like trying yeah. when someone's trying to roll you up. But apparently, it was too much for Aaliyah. <laughs> Aaliyah's <laughs> like hand back. slipped, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then she she. Got the pin back and and she won that match. Um, you, I don't know if you saw it, but Candice was attacked by Mia backstage. No, I didn't she went see to that. confront Keith Lee, and then Candice did. Yeah, because Keith Lee was being interviewed, and then Candice went up to him, and then Mia, like surprise, and beat her up backstage. So that was a thing. Um, Caden Carter versus Dakota Kai with. Big Mommy Cool, such a cool name. in her corner, and uh, Casey Kenzaro in Cadence. There's your other face tag team. Yeah. Um, and did did Raquel get involved? Yeah, like I know Casey was. Well, Casey was trying to like keep Raquel out of the Raquel match. Raquel just gives me such Kevin Nash vibes. Right. And I freaking love it. <laughs> like she's the female Kevin Nash, and that's like. She comes out and she just dominates the way mm-hmm. that all these other bigs should do. Mm-hmm. It's, she's so good. Like and the her. thing with her is, like, she isn't really similar to Braun Strowman, the way he, like, has this speed. Or even Rhea. Um, yeah, she's not like a hybrid. She, she's just an old-school monster. Yeah. The way yeah. Nash was. Yeah. Like, she, put her... If she gets... Whenever she gets her first takeover match, they should... She should get gear that looks like Nash's diesel gear. I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, I know you don't. But <laughs> she, we're going to look it up. We, She should get diesel, throwback diesel gear and have some sort of like, because his name was Diesel, and have some sort of uh, tribute to him on on her on her gear whenever she finally gets her singles takeover match. <laughs> what if she hates Kevin Nash? I hope not. Kevin Nash is awesome. <laughs> Kevin Nash is so woke. <laughs> woke daddy. I love Kevin. I lo- love Ke- woke Kevin Nash. <laughs> I didn't think I could love him more until I found out he was as woke as he is. <laughs> um, so Dakota actually put Caden in a submission hold. Have we seen that before? I think we have. 
I liked it. Yeah. I didn't. I don't remember seeing it before, but I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I thought it looked cool. Um, you know, like there was a moment too where Caden was getting into it with Raquel outside of the ring. So I don't know. I think. I think the NXT championships, the tag team championships, are coming to NXT. Maybe, yeah, we saw. Did I say, wait, did I say well, NXT we women's Dakota women's tag team? and Casey last week. Well, they wrestled. I didn't see it, mm-hmm. but I need to go back and watch it. Um, so they're starting to get this rivalry. Yeah, and that's why Caden faced Dakota this week. Yeah. Um, but the main event was Bailey and Sasha versus Shotzi and Tegan. Um and but we also had a Mercedes Martinez promo. Oh yeah, she's coming back. Is yeah. what they were announcing. Beth is on commentary and she was saying how she's fought with Bailey and Sasha as a tag team and she's like, yeah, like they're no joke. And she said, but they really shouldn't underestimate Tegan and Shotzi because they've never they've never fought them. And that really was like don't underestimate Shotzi. That was a Sorry. That was no. That was just like the first part of this match was them being taken aback by Shotzi and Tegan. Bailey and Sasha came into this super arrogant, thinking like this is nothing. Like we, we built own, NXT. Yeah. Like which pff, is not wrong. They did. They were the fuse of the evolution. Well, I kicked off the women's evolution. Well, I told you I was like they were the first women to main event a pay-per-view in WWE. Yeah, that's what. They were the fuse that led to the explosion that was the women main event in WrestleMania. Yeah, and they weren't even in that main event. But, yeah, I mean, it's always built off the backs of minorities anyway, Mm -hmm. so not a surprise. The thing with, who was it? I think it was, um, who came in first? Sasha. Sasha and Tegan, right? Yeah. Yeah. I really like Tegan. Like, I've always really liked Tegan. I've always talked about that. But I always, as high and higher, higher and higher as my expectations are getting for Shotzi, like, exponentially, she just keeps exceeding. Them. I know. It's like I'm, just as I was warming up to Tegan Knox, I was like, okay, cool. I can get behind her. She kind of looks like a badass. And then Shotzi just comes out and it's like, Bleh! Like, she hangs with Sasha and Bailey and <gasps> doesn't look out of place with them. Like, the extension she gets on some of her moves, the, like, commitment she gets to them. Very few people are on her level. Yeah. She she's already in the top tier of women in the, in the Shotzi in the was definitely the standout in her group. Um and yeah, like and the whole story about it was really cool too. That's why I'm like, I'm really hoping that this is a, a longer rivalry. Yeah. And that Shotzi and Tegan do end up getting the belts and hopefully even off of Sasha and Bailey. Because again, yeah, they came in thinking this was gonna be an easy peasy match and Tegan definitely, like, I think it was Sasha and Tegan, like, they couldn't even, one, neither of them could really get the advantage over the other. Is that how? Yeah. yeah. And, um. Was it the, did Tegan do her headbutt on Sasha or was it Bailey? When on she Bailey. Him? That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love Tegan's headbutts. They look really cool because she slaps both her thighs and just commits to yeah. <laughs> really well. And Bailey was like, she looked dead right there. Yeah. But, um. That's why there was like so many close calls, especially when it when it came to Bailey and Shotzi, because I think it was Tegan. She tagged in Shotzi and then Sasha was kind of like, I don't know who this is. Like she goes to she went into the corner with Bailey and they're talking to one another. And Bailey was like, I'll get this one because 
again, like they've never wrestled these women before, or that we know of. Um, so well, they haven't been here in forever. Yeah, Shotzi. Should have called Charlotte and said, "Hey, what are we? What are we in for?" <laughs> and so there was just so many close calls with Shotzi and Bailey, and. Um, Bailey had to take her down with her running knee. That's what finally, like, slowed down the match some. Um, but, again, it's talking about, like, it being silly with Alexa going on, like, this tear. The one who doesn't look silly, Shotzi. because she's so she, fast. She can, yeah, exactly. Like, she does the Seth Rollins, Cesaro, blah, like, across and, like, knocking yeah. everybody out. And she is jumping off ropes and... Like, suicide diving and just, yeah. I was saying before, like, Tegan, this whole tag team is going to get in the way of her jumping straight into the picture. And yeah. it's going to be okay because it'll it'll help her build her up and it'll make her better. Yeah. But imagine her and Io. <laughs> like, that match would be insane. Yeah, yeah. Or will be insane when we finally get it. Um, there was a couple of times where Sasha and Bailey were both, like, taking them down like sasha got her double knees in um there was a funny part where bailey slingshot sasha to do her double knees yeah. uh but shotzi moved out of the way <laughs> so like you just it's like saw the Eric Andre theme where he's <laughs> <laughs> like why'd you break your... why did you why would you do this to your knees <laughs> sasha's knees like hit those that turnbuckle all gross um you don't believe me but Sasha and Bailey do like the tightrope walk where Bailey assists Sasha. She's it. done it plenty of times. But this time, Tegan and Shotzi did it. And Shotzi got up and cross bodied them on yeah, the outside off of the ring. The springboard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the way that I wrote this down, because they both did this uh, double team move. That was like a neck breaker from Shotzi, and she got a cheer assist flip by Tegan. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe it. But it was basically, a reverse bulldog. No, but I'm saying Tegan put her hands down in the way that you would lift a flyer yeah. in cheerleading. It's just a springboard off her partner, but it was there. A you bulldog. go, a springboard off her partner's hands, and she did a reverse bulldog. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe it was a. I'm trying to think of the other one. I'm it's not of. a DDT because no, no, they land on their back. No, there's a, I think it's, I want to say it's a pancake. No, it's not a pancake slam. Oh, man. I'm trying to remember my my N64 days when I had those move sets memorized, <laughs> the move names memorized. But it's kind of like when they'll jump up and um, Xbox old finisher. Yeah. And he grabbed their head and slam him in the middle of his legs. Was like, that split his Bronco? legs open. No, Bronco Buster was in No, the... not a... Oh, what was that oh, called? No, what it was... That's what I'm trying to remember. <laughs> but that's what it was, just re- like with a flip and reversed. Uh, <laughs> um, at one point, Sasha got Shotzi into bank statement. Sasha... Shotzi got Shotzi out. Got she out escaped it. it. Um, with her hair nearly like getting ripped out of her head too. <laughs> there yeah. was so much colored hair everywhere. <laughs> it looked cool. Um, and then uh, like when Shotzi put her in her submission hold, friggin' Bailey comes in with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> like, and 
No Tegan. attention evading her. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, she was just distracting. And the ref was distracted. And Tegan Worked. was in there like, yeah, you're not going to take that chair. She took the chair away from her. And Bailey basically flipped Shotzi over. And it looked really funny because she kind of looked around like, what do I do now? Yeah, I don't have what my can chair. I do? And she's like, oh, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> she flipped over Shotzi. <laughs> And Sasha was put able to put her back into the bank statement, and, then, and she finally tapped out. Well, Bailey then knocked <laughs> Tegan into the corner. Yeah, so yeah to get out of the break. way. So after the match, Io Shirai comes well, out. Sasha and Bailey are taking their victory laps, saying, "You see, idiots, this is the place we built. Like, <laughs> you don't know anything." And then Io comes out, she beats up both takes of them, both of them out, and says, "No, I'm NXT." Yeah. Which is cool for her to plant that, like, especially after showing up against Rhea and Charlotte, her to come out and plant her yeah. flag. This is my division. F off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you got those belts. Come back anytime you want, but this is my division. <laughs> no one's going to come around saying they're NXT when I'm around. Right. Which is cool for her to do that. Interrupted by our senior dog just now. But <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was it. That was NXT. And I want to see more Shotzi and Tegan versus... Sasha and oh, Bailey. Specifically. I just want to see them as, like, I, from in your house. I, yeah. That was my takeaway from that match. It was a really good kickoff match. Yeah. That I want to see more Shotzi and Tegan. I like both of them. And I, again, like, I do think it is going to get in the way of where Shotzi could have gone. Yeah. But not ultimately. Like, she's too big. She's too good a talent. She's proven that she won't, nothing's going to stop her from being at the top of the Yeah. Division, yeah. It's just not going to be right away. she already is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. She's so cool. We haven't even heard yeah. her talk yet, have yeah, we? not really. We haven't seen the promos of her. No. Well, no, she did have that one promo. It was a couple weeks back where, she, remember I was saying she wasn't really calling out, like, Rhea or Io or any of those people. She was calling out Dakota and Raquel. and Because like, they pissed her off. Because she was still in the mid-card at that point. Yeah. So she was punching in her weight class. Yeah. Man, that's going to be cool. Um... Yeah, so we I haven't kept up with AEW at all. I just know that I saw Double or Nothing and I don't think we've talked about that here. Oh, okay. But oh, yeah. I just want to make a point that we shat on Penelope Ford in our last episode, <laughs> I think. Uh-huh. And she showed up in that match with Chris Statlander. Uh-huh. There that was a really good match and showed that she like this we crap on their division a lot, but they do have some potential in there, and she's part of it. Yeah. Um, she towards the end of that match with Chris, like she was a first of all, she, two days out, she's when she got added to that match because that was when Britt got hurt, and we were kind of disappointed that it was going to go down that way. Mm-hmm. But she showed up, and like towards the end, like I said, they were she was kind of getting sloppy because they were doing a lot of like gymnastic flips and stuff like that, and she was dropping a little bit, but. Once she gets her conditioning down, she's going to be a force in that. Or she could be a force in that division. We'll see. Now that Statlander's hurt, she's going to need to be. Is she? Yeah. I don't know how bad it was, <laughs> but I saw a headline that she was hurt. Oh, jeez. So you have Britt and Statlander out. out. Um, they brought, what's her name? Abaddon. I didn't see that. I want to. I just saw that on Twitter. I need to watch She the was in the show. actual episode? Yeah, and they have her with her wins-loss record. So mm, she's she's there. Cool. And they, they talked about the last time we saw her was a few months ago on AEW Dark. We were there for that match. 
Yeah, I'm glad that. Oh, she, she looks just she, as creepy as last time. She is the way to get attention to your women's division. They should yep. have been doing it months ago. Like, yep. She's the fiend of women's wrestling. Yep. <laughs> like Statlander's bit, but not fully realized. I mean, Abaddon. Her bit's just like <laughs> comical. I mean, well, she's Abaddon supposed to be. An, is she's too. supposed to be an alien though, and she doesn't really come across as an alien. It's like a. B movie where <laughs> Abaddon is like, uh, oh, it's just super interesting. <laughs> well, she's a legit monster. All right. Well, she's not like a like a beast monster who's like super intimidating. She's an actual monster who will eat you. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of uh, my friend who was telling me that he when she came out because he went to that same show too, and there was a girl behind him like screaming like. Ah! And he looked at her and was like, who is that? And Or like, what's her deal? And he, she just yelled at him, she's a monster! <laughs> Shout out to Justin. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's all I know as far as like right now. And I don't know. There's There's been a lot that's happened. Yeah, we were intended to watch more TNA and then... Then riots happened. The streets happened. went fucking wild. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. There's still, like, there's still wrestling to keep me from, like, being completely depressed. <laughs> but That's why we're here. That's why we're here. We need to take some time out and talk about something other than justice. And, yeah. Just for our own sanity. <laughs> and uh, who was it? Oh. Oh, shoot. Uh, there was somebody that just talked about it recently, but basically, I love to live by Jadena's philosophy, and that's we party and we ponder. So just it's all about balance. And I just there was a wrestler that said it this week, like that played into it. I can't remember who, but anyway, probably Kevin Owens. What did he say? I don't know. I just oh. think he's been on the chair lately. <laughs> he was the one who shut up that Forgotten Sons guy. Oh, that guy's gone. Good. Oh, man, that messed up there. One of the things that I was thinking of, especially because of um, there's still, like, active COVID cases. Of course they're going to put the women in now because they're going to, like, um, they're going to be the ones to be like, yeah, we'll we'll take on this, like, this, these gaps or holes that you have to fill. Like, we'll be the ones to do it because, like, they have to step up and it just sucks. Because I think when the audience comes back, it's going to go back yeah. to back to the crappy, like, boring ratios. men's storyline ratios that we've been getting And we before. do need to call them out as for their shitty practices. Yeah. Somebody tested positive during WrestleMania, and they still kept going. Somebody tested positive last week, and they still kept going. They're not doing actual tests. They're only doing wellness checks. Yeah. They're not allowing people to be in the audience with masks. That is irresponsible and ridiculous. <laughs> and like, they're putting their, their people in harm's way for no reason. And, you know, we are, especially on WWE, we are getting these awesome, like, women's storylines finally. But it's putting them at risk, of course. Like. Yeah. It's like, do these dumbasses not realize that AEW is selling masks for 20 bucks a pop? You could you be doing that. You love to merchandise. <laughs> Every single one of your people can yell through their masks. Yeah. With, yeah. like, 
branded masks. <laughs> I would buy a you would have I would buy a an AJ, AJ Styles, Styles mask. mask. I'd buy well, not anymore because these assholes aren't tested. They could have had a fiend mask. Yeah. Could have um, had the Alexa Bliss mask. You know how she has a doll? Yeah. A mascot. You could have had the doll part. Yeah. No, these dummies. Um, I was watching Total Bellas. I haven't really talked about it because, again, they don't wrestle anymore. Um, they talk about it like a ton and how much they miss it. <laughs> they miss their hobby. Um, the... That was when I was done with that show. <laughs> when she actually, when Nikki actually called it a hobby. Yeah. Like, this is what gave you a livelihood. Yeah. I know that you're your own brand now and you don't need it anymore, but why are you famous? <laughs> I was, uh, well, I, I watched the whole season. It was actually better than previous ones, mostly because of Brie and Brian's, Daniel Bryan's um, storyline. He suffers from depression, and a lot of it was him having to deal with that. And then the news of Brie telling him that she didn't want another baby when he was like, the reason why, basically the reason why he stayed in WWE, the reason why he did that, signed that contract, was so that way they could provide for their family so and their growing family. Else? He could have gone anywhere. Well, he yeah, like obviously. he want. I think he wanted to leave, like even to New Japan. I think that was the rumors. Really gone to AEW. Oh man. He mentions it to her in the in the show. Something like, "I the reason why I did this was for our family." I'm so annoyed that we have to live through Johnny Moxley when we could have lived through Daniel, <laughs> through Brian Danielson. Well, we don't know if he would have gone there. Oh, he would have killed that company. <laughs> um. Who knows Killed how in much? That company. Don't you think they would have paid him though as much? I, don't think I mean, they, they have can. Chris Jericho. I don't think they can. They don't well, have the, that's why they have other talent that they need. They yeah. don't. They don't have the resources that they have now when that was happening, probably. So, um, yeah, Brie like drops a bomb on him that she doesn't want to have another baby. She just wants one, and that's it. And he gets all upset. So, like, it, it follow their whole deal was really interesting because it was just like a real insight into their marriage and how they handle how they handle their problems throughout it. And one of the episodes, they go back to Sedona because that's where they got married. And um, he actually goes to like this native healer. And they go into like a sweat lodge and he does, I don't know what he does, but he said he had like an out-of-body experience type of deal. And um, yeah, like it was just really interesting because like they they also talked about like Brie and Nikki's book that they've been writing and how they grew up and like they really came from a household of abuse. And so they talked about that more, which was really, it was really That's interesting because cool. from the first episode, they like dove into that. And that kind of set the tone for the whole season, which was actually really cool because you don't really see that a lot on a lot of reality TV shows. Yeah, it's all contrived. Uh-huh. And in this one, it was actually, like, the real problems. And I don't know. I'm not a fan of their mom. I think she is really manipulative. But whatever. Like, she's their mom, and I know she, she cares about them. She built a life for them. I know, but the way she, like, guilts them really, like, frustrated me watching. Uh, because. Mean, I... Yeah, because yeah, they wanted to have a relationship with their dad. They want to get in touch with their Mexican roots. And her mom, their mom is just like, yeah, I get it. Like, she's bitter about it because she did have to do it all on her own with no help from the dad who was an addict. Yeah, you could tell. Like, yeah, but. You can understand why she's bitter about it, but. It, 
at the same time, it's just like, I mean, that's still their kid's dad. Like, yeah. <laughs> are you really going to try to poison them against him like that? But whatever. Um, so there was like, I don't know. She she just does like a couple of like those passive aggressive and, well, not even passive aggressive. She had like straight up like temper tantrums and like kid meltdowns over them actually wanting to like build a relationship with her father. <laughs> Yeah, you know, because they're adults. Um, <sighs> and so there was, like, little things like that. Also, like, the whole, like, jealousy that played out with their brother. It was all very real. And, but the cool thing that is that. That sucks. <laughs> I saw, like, actually, that I was walking Jay, around the house when Jay you Jay. were listening, or when you were watching, and he was on TV, and I was just like, oh, my God. He's so if annoying. this dude isn't just a character for this show, somebody needs to beat the shit out of him. Aw. <laughs> Like, He's just once, just to shut him up. Well, no, because he f- actually finally... And that's the thing. is like they actually do Fine. call see, each other out. I didn't see out. any of the redemption yeah, storylines. Yeah, no. They like, call each other out. They really do put each other in their places a lot, which is, like, interesting to see. So, like, that whole family dynamic is cool to watch on this show. But, yeah, it's just not following the wrestling careers anymore. It's just, like, a straight-up reality show. Yeah. Uh, but it's better than most. And... Then we also got to see Nikki and Brie find out that they're pregnant at the same time. And both of them have, like, shitty reactions to one <laughs> another's pregnancies because they're still, like, competitive twins. <laughs> um, on the one hand, you to know. each other's pregnancies? Yeah. Nikki was like to Brie, I thought you didn't want another baby. That was, like, her reaction. She was just like, I didn't, but, you know, we're in a good place now. And Because <laughs> they talked about how Daniel Bryan just like up and left Brie one time. This was before they had a baby. They had just gotten married and he was having, he was having like, um, this is after he had to retire. So he was like in a major uh, like slump. Well, not even a slump, but you know. Um, spiral. He left her for like three months. And she was just like, yeah, he needs time to himself, I guess. He went to Washington and left her behind in Arizona. And so... They talk about that a little bit, and he kind of and he says like, you know, it wasn't fair that I did that to her, and da, da da da. And I think that was Bree's like whole fear of having another baby because she was like, what if I get left again, kind of deal. Now that that she like voices that, um, and so yeah, like it was just cool seeing like their whole like marriage problems, I guess, and the way that they've like not fixed it, but you know the way they're getting through it. But yeah, Nikki basically tells Bree. I thought you only wanted one baby. And Brie was like, geez, yeah, but, you know, now we're okay. Blah, blah, blah. And then she asks Nikki, because Nikki got engaged this season to that Artem guy, which, my own opinion, I do not think they are meant to be together. Um, and so when Brie is te- talking to Nikki and was like, oh, my God, like, you're engaged. Blah, blah. And then Nikki was like, yeah, I get kind of freaked out sometimes about when I think about it. And she even says on the show, like, Oh, when it, when like I have to like actually be committed or like the the idea of commitment freaks me out. Like she was like telling Artem, like, I don't know if we should be getting married. She wasn't wearing her ring. Like she was doing weird shit like that. Um, it wasn't just storyline? No, no. Like, and that's why, I don't know. I could really get into it, but I don't want to talk crap. But I just don't think that Nikki and Artem are meant to be together. But then Nikki finds out she's pregnant. Because, like, when Brie told her that she was pregnant, uh, Nikki was like, I had this, these visions of needing to take a pregnancy test. And then Brie was like, 
well, yeah, probably because, you know, we're twins and we like feel things and I took a pregnancy test and I'm pregnant. And then that's when Nikki gave her reaction. And then the next day, Nikki was like, no, I still feel like I need to take a pregnancy test. And she did it and she was pregnant. And then um, she goes over to Bree's house because they live next door now. And where are they now? They're, they're in Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I know where they live. Um, <laughs> they also hang out around Arcadia a lot. They should be staying in their homes right now. <laughs> um, so Nikki shows Brie her pregnancy test. And then Brie is just like, you were just talking about how you're not sure you want to be with him. And now it's fine to have a baby with him. She's like, we're jeez. <laughs> she's like, who cares? Well, she's like, jeez, I thought you'd be happy for me. So they both had like shitty reactions to one another's pregnancies, which is funny of them. Because it's, like, totally on brand for them. I mean, credit to them, they're real. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're real with each other. There's a lot of families who would be like, wow, well, oh, great. I'm so happy for you. And then, like, talk shit about them behind their backs. So. <laughs> Bree's just like, I don't know if it's for real? <laughs> I haven't seen it. So take anything I have with the greatest salt, but like if it isn't just for the cameras, that's cool. Like it's cool that they're that open and communicative, communicative with each other. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, Brie was just saying like you, oh, and she even tells her too. She's like, yeah, like you don't have to get married to him. Like he's still gonna be a great father, but he doesn't doesn't mean he has to be your husband. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I just feel like Brie is spot on. When it comes to, like, it, I mean, that's her twin. She would know better than anybody, yeah. right? So I'm, like, more inclined to agree with Bree here. Um, and As then, opposed to the person who doesn't want to face the hard truth. <laughs> and so at the end of the season, they do a gender reveal. And I forgot that I – well, I didn't realize that I didn't know what they were having. Because I knew that they were pregnant. I don't follow them on social media anymore. But I knew they were pregnant. I didn't know that they did gender reveal. But – Nikki was trying to get Brie to do it too. <laughs> and Brie was like, or Daniel Bryan was like, we were wanting to do a surprise. And then Brie is like, well, we were going to talk about it. It's like, we did talk about it and we agreed it was going to be a surprise. And now that Nikki's telling you to let's do a gender reveal party with piñatas, now you're going to like <laughs> go and do it. Um, and so he, he even mentions to Artem, he's like, this is the problem that I'm going to face, like, or that I've learned that I'm going to face forever is that. I could like tell me and Brie could do so, like uh, come up with something and like Nikki can change her mind within a few seconds. <laughs> it's like, well, Deal yeah, that's a twin. <laughs> They've been together for each forever. And that's what Dan O'Brien is saying. He's like, just no, this is this uh. is what it's gonna be like. Um, Brie ended up deciding to keep it a surprise, and then Nikki has her own gender reveal party, and she's having a. What do you think? Boy named John. She's having a boy. John Cena. <laughs> John Cena Jr. John Cena Bella Jr. Is that their last names? That's not their last names. No, that's not their last names. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a second guessing that. Yeah, I didn't mean to get into like a total Bella's recap, but it was a season finale. And hopefully Total Divas comes back on soon. This is a really long episode. Yeah. There was a lot that has happened and I know. We missed weeks. This is like the Bailey and Sasha show, and you're just gonna have to get used to it. Yeah, featuring Oscar. 
featuring Iconics. Because they're about to take over. I just mean like the whole company all together right now. Yeah. Featuring yeah. Asuka and EO. Bailey and Sasha's show. And then is it features at the end of when they do like these casts and the, the big name, like featuring Alec Baldwin at the end of 30 Rock? <laughs> like, is that what it is or is it something else? Um, or yeah, I would say featuring or with. There, like one of those, like with so and so. The it's Sasha like... and Bailey show with Asuka and yeah. Io Shirai as your other champs. And others. <laughs> A quick pan across everybody else. You just hear Liv going, ah! <laughs> yeah, that's it for this week. I don't know what's happening next week. Oh, yeah. Sasha and Bailey versus the Iconics for Tag Team Championships on Raw. All right, then. So I think that's everything. I know there's like a ton that we missed and we probably could have gone over some more, but whatever. That's already too long. Until then, watch some more women's wrestling, visit the sites, and do the work. 